0: I do not, for one, think that the problem was that the band was down. I think that the problem may have been that there was a Stonehenge monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. Uh, Once again, Canada's Pinball Podcast is going to turn it to Volume 11 as we confirm for you that Spinal Tap Pinball will be coming out this September by Homepin Pinball. Now, I am looking at the flyer from Homepin. I released it exclusively, I hate that word, exclusively on Canada's Pinball Podcast Facebook page today, but this is what I said would happen, that all of these games this fall, we're going to try to get through the door at the same time. We've got Godzilla. We've now got Spinal Tap. We've got the new game from American Pinball. We've got Cactus Canyon Remake. All of these games are coming out between now and Pinball Expo. So a two-month period of time, we're going to see all of these games trying to make their way in the marketplace. This is exciting, but we're going to talk about Spinal Tap because Home Pin Pinball is a company that has not been on anybody's radar since they released Thunderbirds. And here they are with a theme that i think is a really really good theme for pinball we're going to talk about that i'm going to talk about mirko wanting to talk at pinball expo is everything okay in the water over there in germany he wants to fly over here and talk to us at pinball expo about his play fields i want to talk about that And I want to talk a little bit about Jeff at This Week in Pinball taking a hiatus. Apparently something happened with Deep Root and his coverage of them. So I'm going to talk briefly about that. But let's get right to Spinal Tap. So I am looking at a flyer that says Home Pin is contractually obligated to present this is spinal tap pinball and it says this is spinal tap pinball bringing the most iconic rockumentary of all time to pinball and they're taking pinball to 11. now if you've seen the movie you know what that means that the amplifiers can go past 10 and go all the way to 11. it also says limited time only don't miss out so that means that home pin is obviously gonna offer these up for sale for a limited time only now we know that the FOMO works every single time in pinball. So how will this work with these guys? Are they gonna have limited edition games? Is there gonna be a limited window of availability? We shall see, but this game's coming out in September. So over the next 30 days, you are going to see Spinal Tap Pinball from Home Pin. They then go on to list the features of this game, and I wanna deconstruct each one and talk about if I were putting together marketing material, And I were trying to get you excited about Spinal Tap Pinball. Would these be the things I would mention and in this order? And is this enough information to get you excited about Spinal Tap Pinball? But before I do that, I just want to say on a macro level, I think Spinal Tap is a phenomenal theme for pinball. I think it's campy, I think it's fun, I think it has the right sense of humor, and I think the movie itself, this rockumentary about this band, is perfect for the age demographic of pinball. I bet almost everyone who's into pinball has seen Spinal Tap. It's just a feel-good movie, and when we think about the pinball landscape right now, we're sort of over dad rock over and over and over again, and we just keep getting band pin after band pin, but this is different. Like, this is a music pin, but it's really not. It's a comedy about rock bands. It's a comedy about like the egomaniac rock bands of the 70s and 80s, and it's super well done. And if you haven't seen Spinal Tap, I don't know where you've been living, but it's a super fun movie. Now, it is campy. Now, this is not like a mainstream blockbuster hit. This is a cult classic movie. But as we've seen, you don't need to have like this juggernaut movie to sell a few thousand pinball machines if they do this movie justice. And if this pinball machine it shoots well and has fun mechs and has the most important thing it needs to have, because this movie has so many iconic scenes, it has so many iconic lines, and it has so much humor in it, this game needs to have theme integration you need to see the movie you love up on the screen in this game and so let's go through these features and ask ourselves is mike over at home pin confirming that this is going to have all of the great clips from the movie we love so let's go through this feature list and see if we're getting enough information about what's going to be in this pin to excite us okay so number one at the top of the list it says stunning cabinet graphics and trim Stunning cabinet graphics and trim. So, okay, that's the first thing you lead with on Spinal Tap Pinball is that the graphics and trim are going to be stunning. Now, it says cabinet graphics. Now, this has me a little bit like, why does it say cabinet graphics and not just say incredible artwork or whatever you want to say, but they don't say anything about the play field. And so this makes me a little bit nervous is why are they highlighting the cabinet, which is the part of the pinball artwork you don't really see when you're playing a pinball machine. You are looking at the translate and looking at the play field. So a little strange that they were the first bullet as that. The second bullet. Original Spinal Tap soundtracks. Okay. Now, when I read this, I was also somewhat confused. Does this mean it's going to have the Spinal Tap music from the movie or original Spinal Tap songs that they made for the pinball machine? If I'm reading this the way it is, I would assume that this means it's not from the movie because if it was from the movie, I think it would say, clips from the original movie or songs from the original movie and I'm not seeing that anywhere in this and that makes me nervous because it almost feels like they just licensed the name Spinal Tap but this is not the movie the other thing that's missing from this flyer entirely is there's no mention of the movie studio or trademarks here at all so I'm starting to conclude as I read the features of this Spinal Tap game by Home Pin that it is not going to be a fully theme-integrated game. Or they would have said that. Like, wouldn't you say that on the flyer? All of the iconic movie scenes you love from the film will be in here. Like, full assets from the movie. Like, wouldn't you lead with that? Isn't that the number one thing everyone would want to see on a Spinal Tap Pinball Machine flyer? All right, the next thing it says is replica models of famous tap guitars. Okay, so if you've seen the movie, they've got their colorful guitars, and and I'm assuming they're going to find their way somewhere into this pinball machine, and I saw that. Now, the other thing I was saying to myself is Guns N' Roses has raised the bar on putting instruments into a pinball machine. Will the guitars in this just be molds that don't do anything, or will they be somewhat integrated into the gameplay, The way Eric integrated the Les Paul and Duff's Fender bass and the drumsticks. So I'm not sure, but I'm just saying when you're coming out with a rock and roll inspired theme pinball machine in 2021, we are going to compare it to Guns N' Roses. So, what will the replica models look like and how will they be implemented? Exploding Drummer obviously okay not sure what that means that that's going to be a mech but that's what the next bullet says the next one is really interesting 27 inch lcd monitor and dmd worlds first wow they're double screening us so the 27 inch is the big size monitor that's in jersey jack machines and a dmd so that's really interesting that they're going to do both is that overkill do we need two screens maybe the dmd is for score and the big one is for what right that's my thing if you're going to have that big screen i have to believe that you're going to want to see clips from the movie it would be superfluous to have it having the score and animations and why would you need a dmd but this is a world's first It's never been done before, is it a good move? Will it enhance the pinball experience? I'm not sure, we're gonna find out this September. The next bullet is funny, renowned home pin high quality build. Ends this with a quality build statement. Now, I also think that not many people own a home pin, And I know that there were some issues with home pin games, but for the most part, I've talked to Thunderbirds owners, all like 50 of you, and they don't really have many issues with their games other than the game itself is not great. It's interesting because then below that in smaller print, it says industry best warranty and service support. Now, obviously, I think manufacturers are going to be hitting this drum after what Jersey Jack Pinball went through. So... Proclaiming you have great warranty and customer service doesn't matter. What people want to see is that you actually stand behind it. So we shall see. It then says special mechanisms designed for exciting tap pinball action. Why would you bury that at the bottom? If you have special mechanisms that really bring the Spinal Tap world to life, wouldn't you want to highlight that further up in the flyer? Now, maybe they're holding this back. Maybe they don't want to reveal everything in this flyer. Maybe this is just enough to get your appetite wet and to confirm that Homepin has Spinal Tap Pinball coming out. And then it says worldwide availability proudly designed and manufactured in Taiwan by Homepin Taiwan Company Limited. All right. So there you have it. Spinal Tap Pinball will be throwing its hat into the ring this September by Homepin. What are your thoughts? What do you think? You know what I think, for this to be successful, they need to integrate the theme properly. It needs assets from the movie. It needs to be at least as good as a Stern Pro. I always say that, if you're going to make a pinball machine in 2021, it needs to be at least as good as a Stern Pro. The other big question marks for Homepin is who designed this game? Now I know Joe Balser I believe is over there. Did Joe Balser help with this game? So we will find out. Notice it did not say who the designer is. It also did not say who the coder is. So Homepin as a company has been somewhat of an enigma. They really haven't done much. They released one game that not many people liked, And they haven't done much for a very long time. Mike has moved the operation from China to Taiwan. The real problem with HomePin has been Mike's public relations issues. He's been very strident. He said things that are very inappropriate and he's pissed off a lot of people. This company doesn't have goodwill. But I'm here to tell you this. And I know this community. And people will forgive you. And people will move on if you do one thing. The best way to cancel being canceled in pinball is just come out with a good pinball machine, be humble about it, and here's the most important part. Make the machine. If you make the machine and you put it in a box and you sell it to people and it brings them enjoyment, they will forgive you, Mike, for all of your past actions. They will. They'll chalk you up as some ignorant older dude who doesn't really know what he's talking about. You're not going to win any woke awards, Mike. But people will forgive you and you will sell pinball machines if you put an enticing pinball machine into the marketplace. The same is true with American Pinball. As much as I rag on AP's older games, the moment AP makes a game you want, people will buy it and people will confidently buy from them because they believe in their manufacturing. Mike has manufactured a game. If you've made and shipped a game, then you are on a good path to getting customers. Now, if we go back in history, it wasn't smooth sailing, though. Like when people ordered Thunderbirds, they waited a long time to get their machines. So I am curious on whether or not Mike has these games on the line because I think for him to get money right now, I don't think people are going to buy this game unless they see production happening now. I think that's the new table stakes. And I think people who went in on Fathom, I mean, look at the people who went in on Fathom. Where is Fathom? Where is Haggis Pinball's Fathom? They said those games were gonna be shipped in July. All right, July, August, we're now at September. And I know Damien has hit some delays, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think you should reveal your game. I don't think you should reveal your game at all until production has begun. It's just that simple. It's too much of a gamble, and nobody wants to wait months because here's the thing too. For those of you who went in on Fathom, those of you who are now waiting and waiting and waiting, I feel like some of you are going to wish your money was not tied up with Fathom because now you've got Spinal Tap. Then you're going to get Cactus Canyon. Then you're going to get AP's new game. Then you're going to get Stern's Godzilla. What would be the point of locking your money up and waiting and waiting and waiting? The only company out there That tells you, flat out, if you order a game and we give you your game number, here's how long your wait is going to be is Spooky Pinball. You know how many games they're making weekly. You know how long your wait is going to be. It is going to be an insane fall for pinball. And I don't mean like fall like falling down. I mean the season fall because there are so many games coming out on top of each other. This is exciting. This is exciting news to have more options in pinball. None of us are invested in these companies. If some of these companies succeed, great. If some of them fail, great. Some of them are going to fail. If you think there's enough space in the pinball industry to have this many companies, you're wrong. The only way that it works, the only way it works is if each of these companies deliver stellar products. You can't survive in pinball and come out with mediocre products with what's in the marketplace. We've seen it happen, like Cosmic Carnival came out with great artwork, veiled. You can't survive in pinball unless you have a consistent portfolio of great games. Like, how is Home Pin still around? Like, they didn't sell many Thunderbirds. They must be making money on some of their other redemption machines over there in China and Taiwan. This has to be successful for Mike. There has to be a point in which you've invested all these years in a pinball company that you need to make profit. You need to sell at volume. So we shall see. But this is exciting. Do I have high hopes for a Home Pin machine? I have to be completely honest. Not yet. Do i hope mike surprises us all with the machine that's really cool i absolutely do i always root for these machines to blow us away i want to be impressed by every new machine that comes out all right so speaking of being impressed let's talk quickly about pinball expo 2021 before we get to that i want to say that for those of you in the northeast There is going to be a Cointaker tailgate party on my birthday, September 25th at Cointaker. There are going to be a lot of pinball machines, a lot of food, and a lot of pinball personalities there. Yours truly might make the trek. It's my birthday. Brenda has something planned, so I'm not sure I can make it. But I know John Borg is going to be there. Eric Minier is going to be there. Christopher Franchi is going to be there, Christian Lyon is going to be there, and it's going to be an amazing time. If you've never been to Cointaker, I would absolutely think about making the trek. And for those of you in the Northeast, absolutely worth it. And I know some people might drive from all over the place to hang out with their favorite pinball personalities. And I also want to say that they're somewhat worried about volume of people. So if you go to their website, I think you can buy a ticket to The Affair. So make sure you grab your tickets so they know how many hamburgers to get for you guys. I don't think any vegans are making their way to this party. All right, so Pinball Expo 2021. I do plan on going. And I just wanna say, as I was looking over the calendar of events at Pinball Expo, I was beyond shocked to see that Mirko Playfields, Mirko himself wants to have a seminar discussion or reveal what's new at Mirko at Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Why do you think Mirko is going to be talking at Expo? And should he even be showing up at Pinball Expo? And I just wanna give my thoughts on this because I think Mirko going to Expo to talk to us about what's new at Mirko, I'm sorry Mirko, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. The amount of issues we've had with your play fields, nobody wants to hear from you. Are you going to label this seminar, trust us this time? Because this is the fourth or fifth time he's gone up on stage and he's convinced us that all of his play have been solved and there will no longer be issues. We've seen his videos. I'm tired of hearing from Miracle. Miracle, I don't want to hear from you. Nobody else does. I just want you to make quality play fields and I want you to stop convincing us that you've fixed the problems that are your own and just get it done. But also, it's funny to me that he's taking the stage at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Everyone is still sleeping off the party from Friday night. So if you think that time slot is by mistake, absolutely not. So let's go on stage at a time when nobody is going to be up. But I'll tell you this. If Mirko is there at 9 a.m. and he can actually get into the country because of COVID, I'm not sure he's going to be able to get into the country. I will be there. And I want to ask him questions about what is up with all of this. I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to boo the man. That's the other thing, people. We're all grown adults. If we have issues with companies or personalities or products, talk to people like a grown adult. Do not act like a child. Do not boo people. Do not threaten people physically. We're going to get to that with Jeff in This Week in Pinball. But that being said, also don't be a coward. I'm always surprised when I go to pinball shows and everyone's like, I'm going to give it to J-Pop. I'm going to give it to Kevin Kulik. I'm going to tell them how I really feel and then no one ever does. It's like a room full of cowards. I've been there and I've been there with all of you guys and I see how quickly you fold like lawn chairs when you're in front of your pinball personalities and your pinball manufacturers. Why not grab a mic, stand up and ask a tough question? The same is going to happen for Jersey Jack when they get up there Friday night. Like, they're doing the end-of-day Friday seminar. And I was talking to Jack yesterday, and I just told him, look, I mean, everyone loves Eric. Everyone loves what JJP is trying to do with pinball. The problem people have with JJP is Mirko Playfields. The problem they have is with the customer service. Nobody's got a problem with Eric. Everybody loves Eric. But because you're in bed with Mirko, JJP, when you get up on stage... And you want to talk about what, right? Why would they get up on stage too if they're not going to show their new game or they're not going to tease their new game? Does anyone really want to hear about the making of GNR right now? I mean, they did a great job showing us how they made this machine. The launch of Guns N' Roses was the best ever. But with everything going on in the Jersey Jack world, if you're going to get up on stage, The smart thing to do would be maybe to talk about some changes you're making to your customer service. Some new things you're going to do to improve your customer experience. And here's what I would do if I were them. Because I think Jersey Jack is sitting on on a solution to some of their problems. and, And it's simply this. Why is it when I buy a pinball machine, and it's not just Jersey Jack, it's from other people too. But why is it when I buy a pinball machine for a lot of money? and I want to buy backup playfields. I want to buy backup spotlights for Guns N' Roses. I want to buy backup ramps. Why doesn't Jersey Jack Pinball have a website where its customers can go on and buy parts, and not have to go through distributors, not have to share serial numbers, not have to jump through different hoops or get approval to buy backup parts for the very game you own and love. Why don't they have that? If I were Jersey Jack, and you've got like almost two months now between now and Expo, I would think long and hard about what you want to get up there and say so it doesn't turn into... A bunch of people complaining about the quality of your products I would get in front of it and showcase something or announce a new thing you're gonna do to help people get parts faster if they're having any issues and then announce your policy moving forward the crazy part is this the one thing people want to hear is Jersey Jack to get up there grab the mic and say moving forward we are going to offer a warranty on all of our play fields moving forward. I think you need to say that. I think you need to get the applause that will happen if you say that. But I think if you continue to remove the things you're covering in your games and you want to get up on stage a year after the game came out, I mean, we know what Jack wants to do. He wants to say, hey, we sold 5,000 or 6,000. He wants to do that victory lap. But I just think in the climate right now, and knowing that like Stern's going to be showing new games, all these new games coming out, I'm just not sure they quite understand where people are at. And maybe it's not the best year to get up on stage. And that's okay, too. If you have nothing new to say, Jersey Jack... It's okay not to do a seminar just because Pinball Expo is happening and it's in your backyard. It doesn't mean you should go up there. I'm just saying that as as a marketing and communications professional, sometimes you need to know when to take the stage and sometimes you need to know when not to. And look, also like a lot of companies like Ferrari, Lamborghini, they don't do presentations at car shows. They're they're above that. (laughs) Not to say that Jersey Jack is, but you know what I mean. Sometimes it's good to keep people guessing what's next. Let me end the show real quickly talking about the hiatus over at This Week in Pinball. I don't know the details. I don't know what happened. All I can go off of is what I read that Jeff was doing a story on Deep Root, and he started to get some cryptic anonymous messages from people that were threatening him. Some were borderline blackmail. And he just decided this is not worth it and I'm going to take a break from the show. Now, I talked to Jeff. He's just taking a break. It's not going away forever. I don't think we're going to go without the Twippies in 2022, so I wouldn't worry about that either. I've been in the situation Jeff is in right now. And I've had people do the same exact thing to me multiple times. And what sucks about it is this. It always comes from an anonymous person. They never stand behind their hate and they will say the most deplorable and disgusting stuff to you. They will threaten your life, your livelihood, your family, all these horrible things, right? We're in this to talk about our love of pinball. Pinball and blackmail should not go hand in hand. And when you're on the receiving end of it, and I mean this, and Jeff's out there with his family, and you get this kind of message, and you get these people trying to take you down like this, the thing that happens immediately is you knee jerk, you panic, And you just say, it's not worth it. I'm turning it off. And I did the same thing. I did the same thing. And from experience, I can tell you the cowards are simply that. They're cowards. But what it does do is it absolutely destroys your enthusiasm for pinball. It destroys your enthusiasm to talk about pinball. And it destroys your sort of desire to even contribute back to the pinball community. Because why would I want to be a part of a community in which this even exists? Why would I want to be part of a community that even allows this kind of behavior? Problem is, they're anonymous. There's no way to out who they are. It's the internet and the internet has allowed this level of bullying and this level of harassment and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean look at what's happening at Twitch with their racist issues right now. It is so hard to stop jerks on the internet from disrupting your good time. The more you put yourself out there, you put yourself out there as a target. And that is why when I turn my show back on, I'm like, I'm not gonna personally attack people. I am simply trying to do a fun, entertaining show about pinball. You know, I haven't had much blowback or much haters. I've got some haters that I just block and ban them from my Facebook page and I move on. And I do like that ability to just block people and move on because life is too short and pinball is too much fun and pinball is not something that we wake up and wanna have stress or anxiety around. That's not why we're into pinball. So I know Jeff will be back I know he's going to take a break. He needs this break in general. You guys will survive without your This weekend Pinball fix. His website is great. It gives us a lot of information, a lot of deep dives. I think it's going to be hard for Jeff to stay away with all these games coming out. I mean, this is when it's going to be the most fun this year. The second half of this year is going to be where all the excitement lies. And I can't wait to cover it. I can't wait to do more shows around it. And I also think this. I don't think some anonymous coward should be able to destroy your ability to enjoy Canada's Pinball Podcast. I don't think it should be able to destroy your ability to enjoy This Week in Pinball. And I think the anonymous cowards, and you know who they are, and they know who they are. I always feel bad for them because they got to wake up knowing that they gave that kind of hate and they tried to destroy someone and they have the saddest lives imaginable because I would never, ever anonymously try to destroy somebody like that. I mean, it's just horrible. It has no place in our hobby. It has no place in society and it absolutely has no place in pinball. So everybody, this has been episode 611 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I want to thank all of my Patreon supporters. We are now at 144 people are supporting Canada's Pinball Podcast. If you're listening and you say, Chris, I've enjoyed every episode and I want to support you on a monthly basis, please, we welcome all the support. Go to Patreon Canada Pinball. And if you do, I'm telling you, the Viva La Raza t-shirts are about to come out. And they are gonna be opened up to club members early. So if you want one, there's only gonna be 122 Viva La Raza t shirts made. That's the number of orders Deep Root got. And I wanted to say Deep Root's done. Deep Root is absolutely done. I-, I think that some people are still holding on. And here's my closing thoughts on all of this it is time, it is time for Steve Bowden, John Norris, and Barrio to call it. Look, I think they need to call it, Steve. Barry, John, you're one of us. You're part of the pinball community. We know that you also got misled by Robert Mueller, but it's time for them to call it. None of them have said anything, and I'm sorry, but it's over. (laughs) I don't understand how they're still holding on to hope. More and more stories are gonna come out about Deep Root, but I'm also like tired of covering Deep Root. If you've seen the photos, they left that facility a long time ago. The whole thing has been a lie for a long time, and those people working there, they knew stuff was horribly wrong for much longer than they let on, and I'm willing to forgive them, but they now need to come out and call it. I'm calling on you, Steve, Barry O, and John Norris. It's time to call it, all right? Dennis Norman told everybody in 2019 games were never going to be made. And look, we love Dennis. He's back at AP. He's now one of the good guys. He defected at the right time. But will they call it? Let's see. I don't want to see them smiling in front of stern machines, all right? Everybody, episode 611. Have a good day.